obedient human showed up every two weeks to clean and replace his little patch of grass in the sky as if he commanded his own court of loyal subjects. It was awesome. Best of all, he had a family. We had a family. My girlfriend Melissa and her kids loved Petey. They loved us both. I mean, what more could a dog want? Or a man for that matter. We were happy. These are the things I kept telling myself while I tried to ignore his slower pace. Your dog is so adorable, an attractive young woman said as we turned the corner. Thank you, I replied. We kept on walking. Petey and I were used to that sort of attention. He was adorable, with his patches of black and white fur and his knee-high stature. He'd been a babe magnet ever since he'd found his stride. A year or two earlier, I might have stopped and let that woman pet him. It would have made for a great introduction. But Petey and I were both much happier in the steady relationship we were in, that's for sure. We decided to head east, away from the brightly lit, more touristy part of Pike Street, and were just about to cross 2nd Avenue when a panhandler stepped out of the darkness. There are panhandlers all over downtown Seattle. Some are homeless, some are college-age kids looking for drug money. Most are harmless. This guy wasn't. This guy was enormous and intoxicated, and I could tell right away he was hell-bent on much more than borrowing a little spare change. You got money, he said. Petey stopped in his tracks, lowered his head, stared at the man and growled. Sorry, man, I said. Nothing on me. Come on, boy. I tugged on his leash, but Petey wouldn't budge. He stood there, frozen. The hair on his neck stood up. His low, quiet growl grew deeper and louder. Ooh, what you think? That dog's gonna do something? That dog gonna hurt me? The man raised his voice and stepped at me with a menacing look in his eye that made me stop in my tracks. Petey and I had walked this route a hundred times before without incident. I could not believe this was actually happening. Instinctively, my body tensed up, I squared my stance, and my fist gripped around Petey's leash, preparing to fight. I was strong, maybe stronger than I'd ever been. I'm pretty sure I could have handled myself in a fight, but this man was on something. Come on, he shouted. I said, give me some money. He reached out to grab me, and Petey barked the most primal, vicious sound I'd ever heard. He jumped from the sidewalk, six full feet in the air, mouth open and lunging for the man's throat. I jerked on the leash and stopped him about an inch short of his teeth making contact. The panhandler reeled. He nearly fell over and scrambled on all fours before running back into the darkness. Petey landed and tried to run after him, yanking on the leash, still barking, still holding his ground. I stared into the darkness right along with him, trying to see if the man was still there, trying to see whether he might be stupid enough to come back and face Petey's wrath. Once I was convinced it was over, I looked at Petey, my adorable boy, and I laughed. I couldn't help it. I could not understand where he found the strength and fearlessness to jump so high and protect me like that. He flew through the air like some kind of super dog. The only thing missing was a red cape and goggles. As I looked back into the darkness, though, it hit me. I got tears in my eyes. I was positive that we had just come very close to the edge of something terrible. It was so unexpected. There had been no warning. Who knows what the man might have done to me. 
what if he had a knife or a gun? I mean, that look in his eyes was something a person never wants to see. I took a deep breath and felt grateful that we were okay. I felt as if I had absentmindedly stepped off a curb in front of a speeding bus, only to have an angel grab my collar and pull me back from the brink. I got down on one knee and petted the back of Petey's neck in long, calming strokes. Good boy, Petey. Good boy, son, I said. It's okay. It's okay now. When Petey eased his stance, I stood back up. My voice broke when I said to him, Let's go home. Petey started walking again, only now, instead of walking at my side, he walked out in front of me, on patrol, guarding me like he had, way back when this whole journey of ours first started. I shook my head and wiped my cheeks on my sleeves. I was sure that dog had just saved my life, for real, which meant that...